0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode number 33 of Master My Garden podcast. Now, this week is a sort of a bonus episode to our normal Friday release, and it's talking about a little known, I suppose, miracle that would be found in gardens and can be introduced to gardens called mycorrhizal fungi. Now, mycorrhizal fungi, to explain what it is, it occurs naturally in forests and in, you know, large planted areas and What it does, it's a, it's a fungi that attaches to the root of plants. It provides the plant with additional uh, water and nutrients. So in other words, attaches this to the root system, existing root system of the plant. It stays with the plant for the full lifetime and it increases the root zone of plants by between 500 and 700 times. So over time, you develop a really, really thick and fibrous roots on around these plants. As I say, this occurs naturally in forests and so on. And what scientists now are finding, because it's only in the last 10 years or 12 years that that this has become known, but what they're actually finding now is that the relationship, say, in a forested area or in a large planted area, is a fully connected, what they're actually calling a, an internet of plants, where if you have a large forest, all those plants, through the mycorrhizal under the ground, are all linked together, and so when certain plants or certain areas of that forest come in under any sort of pressure or attack or drought or whatever the case may be, they they're actually able to communicate with one another through these mycorrhizal systems under the ground, and send extra, you know, nutrients and water to the to the plants that need it. So it's becoming. It's a really fascinating subject, but it's becoming well-known and well-established. But at this point in time, not many gardeners actually know what it is or know about it. So I suppose me personally, I've been using mycorrhizal fungi for about 10 years in anything that I plant. So whether that's hedging, trees, shrubs, um, vegetables, I use it on all of those things. So that's a kind of an overview of it what it does is as i say it attaches to the existing root system of the plant it gives the plant food and water and then it takes from the plant carbon and sugar now it is naturally occurring so if you're if you're in an area that has a lot of trees and shrubs well established the mycorrhizal fungi will most likely be in that area and if you're planting into that area over time that plant will become colonized with the mycorrhizal fungi so the plant goes in as i say if it's an established area the plant will go in and it send the plant sends out a sort of a chemical message through the roots and once the mycorrhizal fungi pick up on that message they will come and colonize that plant now that's okay if you're as i say in an established garden or in an established area where there's a lot of wooded, wooded trees around and existing established plantations but if you're starting in a new garden so if you particularly if you've moved into a garden uh, recently and you want to start creating flower beds on lawn areas or areas where there is no existing planting then there is no mycorrhizal fungi there because it will only be there when there's roots so you need to establish that yourself at planting time so how you do that is basically you you can buy a product now as the one i use there's variations of mycorrhizal fungi the one i use is rhs approved it's it's root grow and when you're planting anything you add it to it into the planting hole. So it's a scoop into the planting hole. Make sure it makes direct contact with the roots. I would normally actually put it in my hands and rub it onto the the, the root ball. or the, And that, once you're making direct contact, will help it establish. And then after that, over time, that whole area will become colonized with mycorrhiza fungi. Now, the benefits of it are huge, as I say. It's really not very well known Certainly with with, you know with amateur gardeners it's not very well known, but there is a lot of studies, a lot of science now proving the huge benefits of it. So to outline some of the of the benefits, it increases the root zone, as I said earlier, by up to five to seven hundred times. Now that sounds like a crazy amount and obviously it doesn't happen straight away. But if you envisage you plant a plant and it has out of a pot it has hundreds of little roots on it and you colonize it with this root grow mycorrhizal fungi it basically will attach to each and every one of those roots and will increase it and then as the plant grows the mycorrhizal grows with it so over time you end up with a huge root zone now that in itself brings obvious benefits which, which we'll go into in a minute but to have a root zone of that size especially on plants that are coming from containerized nurseries obviously containerized nurseries are mostly grown in peat products so there will be no mycorrhizal like, in that so to add it into it at planting time i think is almost essential yeah uh, so that's the first benefit is that it increases root zone by up to five to seven hundred times which again as i say it sounds like a crazy figure but it really is it really is phenomenal how how it works The next benefit is that it helps plants find more food and water. And so it does that by, follow on from the last point, by increasing the root zone. So it's sending out these this, I suppose, larger root system that's going further away from the plant, especially in the early stages. It's going further away from the plant and is able to attract in more nutrients and more water. So the plant is able to find it easier. That then leads on to the next benefit, which is the need for less fertilizer. So if you're using it, then the plant, the, the root system is going out and finding these nutrients that are in the soil naturally and finding water. So there is no need to fertilize as much. So obviously in the earlier stages, it's better to give it you know some food to help it get going. But over time, the mycorrhizal will do enough to feed that plant. The next benefit, then again, following on from the root zone, is that increases drought resistance. Now, we're in the funny situation here in Ireland at the moment, where we started off the year we had uh, quite a wet spring, and then we went into a very very dry period, uh, and we had a drought and water ban or water hosepipe bans through April and the early part of May, and then since since then. um I suppose, from the end, you know, the sort of middle of June onwards, we've had pretty much rain on a consistent basis. So in this particular year, we've had our drought period and we've had a wet period. But during that period of drought, a lot of plants suffered. Quite a few of them died around the place. And this is becoming a theme that we don't always get it at the same stage, but there is drought periods every year. So to have your plants way more resistant to drought is a good thing. And obviously that increased root zone gives them more opportunity to find any little bit of water that's there. And hence, when you do get a drought period, it's it the plants are able to carry on through. The next benefit is that it helps the plants establish quicker. So if you can imagine any type of plant that you buy, whether it's, you know, veg, veg or flowers, shrubs, perennials, trees, whatever it is, They're grown in a nursery situation in almost perfect conditions. So they're given the perfect amount of water, the perfect amount of food. They're given the perfect amount of light and heat and so on. And everything is controlled. And then they come out into into your garden and not everything is as it was. So they get a little bit of a shock and it takes them a while, particularly, you know, bigger trees and so on. It takes them a while to get established. So they're sitting there in the soil you think that they're doing nothing, but actually what they're, what they're doing is they're, they're sending out roots underneath to try and establish themselves in the ground. Now, if you're using mycorrhizal and putting it on the root zone as you're planting, it is attaching almost straight away to that root system. So it's establishing it way, way quicker. So where it might take maybe two, two years, you look at a tree after you planted it and it hasn't done, it hasn't put on any growth, but with mycorrhizal, it will establish way, way quicker. And the root zone will become bigger, become stronger, and hence your tree will establish quicker and grow on faster. The next one then is that it reduces mortality rate. I kind of call it, it's almost like an insurance policy for plants. And that might sound a little bit silly, but if you're spending, and it's particularly when you're, when you're talking about, you know, if you're spending big money on specimen trees and you plant it in again, they've come from, almost perfect growing conditions and you go into the garden go into your garden you need to really watch that and you need to really make sure that you give it everything that it needs or it could start to struggle and in worst case-, case scenario it could die and with using mycorrhizal I won't say that you can use mycorrhizal and then you literally don't have to do anything obviously you still have to do the normal husbandry but it does reduce the mortality rate on on uh, the by quite a bit and as I say I kind of call it an insurance policy for your plants where it's particularly noticeable is on bare root which is the next point now the bare root season here in Ireland it's we're now in the middle of September and the bare root season will be coming up you know probably towards the end of October and again bare root to give an explanation of it is a plant with just bare roots on the bottom so no soil Um the root zone is completely bare and it's ready to be planted somewhere else. So again, that plant, when it comes into you, is not carrying any mycorrhizal. So to add it to bare root is a huge benefit because bare root is one of the things that it's a very cost-effective way of planting. But from the point of view of losing plants, it is the one type of plant that can die quite easily if it doesn't get the proper care and attention, particularly if it gets too dry after planting because these roots are going into a ground and they're not established. They're just, they're needing to get going quickly. And so the mycorrhizal helps, helps with that. Now, as I said, with a, with a potted tree or a potted plant, you're rubbing the granules onto the root zone and that's how you get the mycorrhizal onto the, onto the potted containers, onto the potted plants. But when you're talking about bare root, it's different because you don't have a root ball that you can rub this onto. But the root growth does come with, for all the world, it's like a wallpaper paste. So you, you mix up this gel and you put your mycorrhizal into that and then you dip your bare root into it. And because you're dipping your bare root into it, the, the gel is attaching to all the roots, all the little fibrous roots, and it's attaching the mycorrhizal into that root zone. So you get really, really fast establishment uh, of bare root plants. Again, I'll say it it reduces the mortality rate, particularly if you're planting a big area of you know beach hedges or anything like that, they need a lot of care and attention, particularly in the first year year or two until they're established. And the mycorrhizal just gives you that almost insurance policy to to get them up and established. The next benefit, and it's an area where mycorrhizal isn't readily used, it's used a little bit in in planting of of ornamentals, but on the grow your own side grow your own site. It's not used that often, and it really has massive benefits there. In fact, a lot of commercial growers, not so much in in Europe yet, but certainly in the states and other places, they're starting to use mycorrhizal and build mycorrhizal into their soils in order to increase yield and flavour. I've no no evidence of this myself per se, but the. The recommendation or the, the guideline is that it will increase yield of, or of edible plants by up to 20% and makes the flavor better. The anecdotal evidence that I've seen and read in people's books is that particular crops seem to do really well with it. Like, for example, pumpkins, you get a huge increase in. There are some plants that mycorrhizal fungi or the standard root grow mycorrhizal fungi doesn't work on and it's no harm for them but it just they're not the the plant these plants and the root grow don't actually work in harmony so it won't harm them at all if you do happen to use it on them but they don't it won't attach to them they're different families of of um, mycorrhiza needed for this and those plants are rhododendrons azaleas blueberries cranberries and headers so essentially uh, a good few from the ericaceous side. The other type of plant is brassicas. So brassicas do not um, need and mycorrhizal is not attracted to brassicas at all. So they're the plants that can't be used on. Like, and they're, it can be used on 95% of plants. And if you happen to use it on, on those ones that i just mentioned, it doesn't have any ill effects at all. It's a totally organic and uh, natural product. It's found Naturally occurring in soil and there is ways of colonizing, colonizing your own garden without necessarily buying a product. But the simplest and easiest way to do it is to introduce it through, through a product that you've, that you've purchased. You can do that by, you can also do it by, as I say, colonizing your own. So if you have an area in one part of the garden that is already established with trees and shrubs, there's a very good chance that the mycorrhizal is there. And if you dig up some clay from that area and bring it and put it into a planting hole in a new area, then chances are those spores are going to be there and they are going to colonize that plant and over time colonize that whole area. So particularly beneficial particularly beneficial for new gardens because as I say, there is no naturally occurring mycorrhizal in that area. It's, I suppose, there was a little bit of talk about 12 years ago, 14 years ago, but really over the last four or five years, it has become hugely significant and the research that's that's shown now is that uh, mycorrhizal is becoming one of the most important one of the most important um, microorganisms for all types of planting uh, on the agricultural side as well so there is huge benefits of it it's as I say a little known miracle but really something that is worth adding to your garden Actually, the other point that I didn't mention, it's probably probably one of the most important ones, is that roses particularly are very, very suitable for mycorrhizal. And again, if you're planting bare root roses, obviously it's beneficial, but roses react very, very well to it and they're not really added at the nursery stage. So again, if you're buying roses and you're adding them into your garden, it's a really good thing. Highly recommended by a lot of the rose growers to add mycorrhizal fungi at the planting stage if you have taken out roses out of a particular bed you have the the issue with replant disease where you're not supposed to plant roses back into that same bed nine times out of ten they don't establish now there is evidence suggesting that the mycorrhizal fungi if it's used on the new roses that it will overcome plant replant disease so in other words you can plant your roses back into that same bed by just using mycorrhizal. Now again, I don't personally have any evidence of that, but there is reports of that, and a lot of the rose growers are recommending that you use root grow and mycorrhizal fungi, and that means then that if you, if you are planting them back into the same bed, there's no need to replace the soil, and um, it will just they will just establish and establish really really well. The other final thing, I suppose, it's a totally natural, totally organic. And non chemical product. So there is huge benefit in it. The biggest thing with it is that it remains with the plant for the lifetime of the plant. So there's nothing that you will buy to help your plant that will last for its lifetime like this does. So if you buy, you know, your perfect fertilizer for the perfect plant and you put it on it, it will feed that plant for A period of time, whether it's a slow release or whatever, it'll, it'll feed it for a period of time and then it's gone. With root grow, with mycorrhizal, it attaches to the plant at the early stages and it will stay with that plant. So if you're planting an oak tree and it's there a hundred years later, that mycorrhizal, that same colony will be there attached to the roots right up until the point where the tree, where the tree dies or whatever. So it's, it's with any plant from the day it's planted to Whenever that plant finally, finally dies. So a lifetime of benefit from, you know, a small bit of work at the very start. As I say, it's becoming well known and you will hear about it a lot about it over the next number of years as more and more gardeners, you know, become aware of it, become aware of the benefits as scientists study the, how this works why it works and all of that starts to become more common knowledge. But it is hugely beneficial, hugely important and at this point in time, not very well known. So that's why I wanted to just come on with this bonus episode and just explain it to you. If you have any questions on it, please shoot me an email on info at mastermygarden.com and you can follow me on the social channels. It's Master My Garden on Facebook and Master My Garden on Instagram. And we will, I will be putting out the, the normal Friday episode this week, but this was a little bonus one that I said I'd get out so I hope you enjoyed it you will definitely if you start using it you will see the benefits as I say almost like an insurance policy for your plants really really beneficial and has long-term benefits for the whole life of the plant so that's been this week's episode I hope you enjoyed it and until the next time happy gardening